In this episode, I wanted to talk about Casey Neistat and why he's been such a big influence on my life and my YouTube channel and my company cinematography database in the last couple of years. So the first reason that Casey is interesting to me and I relate to him is that he comes from quote-unquote traditional media or traditional filmmaking where I believe he was a director. I don't know that much about his background honestly, but I know that he produced a TV show and I think maybe some documentaries, something like that. And myself, I came from music videos and commercials and while those two mediums are pretty different when it comes to creating films, they are similar in the way that they're distributed, that he would go to film festival or go through you know, television for distribution. For me, music videos went on MTV and eventually became YouTube and Vevo, and commercials were 100% going on television. So the fact that we both have a similar background in traditional media is, was really interesting to me and it was something that I immediately grasped onto when I started to hear about his story. And one of the things that he talked about was that um, he created this TV show, and I don't know the name of it, but he asked his daughter, or, or his son perhaps, I think it was, one of his, one of his youngers, if, if, um, if they had seen it, and if their friends had seen it, you know, because he had this major accomplishment of having this project that was on television, I think even HBO or something like that. And I'm sorry for slaughtering this, <laughs> this story, Casey, if you ever do hear this. Um, but, you know, the response was that no, no one... No one watches, no one their age watches television. You know, they watch YouTube and they watch things online and, and media is being consumed in a different way. And that's what he says in his story actually changed, changed his perspective on traditional media and why he started creating content on new media platforms like YouTube and Instagram and platforms honestly like this, like on Anchor. And so as I was beginning my transition from traditional media to New media, which has been like my YouTube career and podcasting and, and so using social media for the last couple of years, hearing that story from him and seeing the success that he had from it, that was one of the big things that really um, I, I grasped onto early as a, as a part of his narrative in his career is that he came from traditional media, but then used that knowledge to move into new media. And that's something that I've tried to do in the last couple of years. The second reason that Casey Neistat and his company Beam are really interesting to me um, is that he uses social media to document what he's doing and I believe he said this that the beginning of his YouTube channel one of the one of the main reasons he started it was to document Beam and be able to market it and talk about it and find an audience for his company and it's of course grown into be something much much bigger than that since but it still serves I think as the backbone it being his social media presence and the content that he creates is the backbone um, of Beam and probably why CNN thought it was a good idea to work with him and acquire Beam and give Casey more resources to keep creating what he's creating. I saw that when I was starting my company Cinematography Database and I had my first product Cine Designer that if you document your process in a very human way and you share it, you can through media, through videos and podcasts and blog posts is where I started, you can natively find your audience and that's natively marketing it as well. So it's this really organic, fun, modern way of having a company, talking about its development, being transparent about how it's going and what you're working on, and then that naturally markets it. And I 100% love that idea and I started doing it and the result has been Cinematography Database that's 145k on YouTube and my Instagram 75 right now, 75k, 
and it keeps growing and it's it's been amazing and I'm, I'm really grateful for Casey and a few other entrepreneurs who've been doing this type of um, interneting I think it's what people are calling it and it's it's been really helpful in my career I can't I can't imagine running my software company and selling Cine Designer or marketing it or the next products we're coming out with without this social media foundation you know without being able to make a video and talk about it or get feedback directly from the customers, the audience, or just who's ever interested in what we're doing. It's such a great way to communicate and I think communication and transparency is a big part of being a company these days, especially a smaller brand like myself was basically just me and my wife basically running the whole the whole operation at this point. So that's, that's the second reason um, that Casey's story was so uh, interesting to me was that at his core, he was a, a software developer, but he was using social media to create um, the narrative around it. So the third reason that Casey Neistat's YouTube channel and Instagram and the way that he's been running for the last year or so with the daily vlogging has influenced my company is that he does something that Gary Vee, a business influencer or an entrepreneur and um, marketing guru type genius, you could go check him out on YouTube and all the things that he's producing. He would say that Casey Neistat is culture hacking. And this is something that I have decided to do, very, very decidedly tried to do on my YouTube channel and in general. And it's it's been a lot of fun. So specifically for the film industry, culture hacking is, in my opinion, and how I use it, is looking at the industry and the audience and picking topics that are interesting to a certain demographic of people. So for me, on YouTube, I tried to understand, for a year before I got onto YouTube, I studied YouTube, and I studied all the filmmakers on it, and I saw what videos were popular. I learned about the tech scene through MKBHD and TLD and Austin, and I learned about the beauty scene, I learned about the gaming scene, because I was already kind of part of that, and I learned a lot about the filmmakers on YouTube. So Film Riot, Tom Antos, and some of the new vlogging um, filmmakers that were out there too and I learned what was interesting and what was engaging and I picked up on a couple things and to me these are I consider them culture hacking and the first thing I picked up on was reviewing and talking about popular movies so I started doing this on YouTube at, at scale just once a week taking a movie and breaking it down talking about the cinematography of it and because the movies were relevant they were topical they did really well on YouTube and the blog started picking them up after like a couple weeks and we had mini viral successes not nothing like with millions of views but it was getting a lot of views considering the size of the channel and within a few months I think we were up to 50k or something like that and then some stuff happened with copyright strikes and and things that I moved on to my next culture hack which was to review equipment so I, I knew that this was a category that was extremely popular on YouTube and is popular on all um, mediums for filmmaking and I started to review equipment and that went really well as well you know I st it, very quickly through YouTube reviews and blogging and Instagramming the following kept growing it wasn't the same people that were interested in the movie reviews but there was some crossover and within a couple months of even doing that I got invited to come to NAB and be an ambassador for companies and since then I've I, I can get in contact with almost any film manufacturer or any company that wants to find uh, an audience for their product in the filmmaking space and they've gotten in contact with me and I can get in contact with them and we can make co-marketing videos together. So that's that's been something that I noticed that Casey was doing really well. He talks about filmmaking as well. I consider him a filmmaker, uh, influencer, am among other things in technology. He kind of bridges the divide in really a lot of ways, but he rev reviews 
um, drones, of course, cameras in, in his own really interesting way. And just through the need of SEO of reviewing popular products or getting pre-release products early, it's been one way to fuel his, his, um, his media presence. And that's something that I've tried to emulate as well and has worked extremely well for me. So thank you, Casey, again, for being another one of the many YouTubers I did study um, to learn how to culture hack. And I, I think I have my own version of it now, but I definitely learned a lot by watching Casey Neistat videos over and over again. And the last and final reason, not really the last, there's probably a lot more, but the, the other thing I really love about uh, Casey Neistat and the work he's done is the community that it's grown around it. I can't even, I can't even imagine the number of people that Casey Neistat's work in the last couple of years when he was daily vlogging especially has touched and has motivated to either get their company moving or start a company or start making films and picking up a camera and vlogging. I know some people hate vlogging, whatever. It's, it is a very modern form of filmmaking and self-documentary documentation and it's it's I can't honestly imagine the number of people he, he has motivated to actually get out there and do something and I consider myself to be one of those people and I hope that um, I hope that the community that I've built around cinematography database on YouTube on Instagram and wherever people are following following this company that I've started I, I hope that my community a percentage of them has felt equally as motivated and has got them to be like you know what I am gonna go out there and, and network and I'm gonna I'm going to go pick up the camera, I'm going to film something, I'm going to start a YouTube channel, I'm going to Instagram, I'm going to do something that's just productive, you know, just some, it's, it's really easy to watch content where it's just all passive and you kind of live vicariously through it, you're like, oh, that's what an adventure does, cool, and I'm going to just keep hanging out. I hope that the content I produce, just like Casey's, motivates people to actually go and do something and make something happen, you know, like I think the, the tremendous amount of energy and, um... Uh, commitment it takes to to do what he's done and continues to do what he does, I I, I know that that resonates with people and I, I think that that type of personality, um, and that work ethic is something that everyone needs to see, you know, or or can benefit in some way. You know, I think in some ways you can burn out of watching stuff like that every once in a while, but I think it's a great energizing type of media and just to see it through um, Gary V. Casey Neistat and the countless number of other influencers slash entrepreneurs that I follow who are making positive content that I think is motivating people to, to do work and to get out there and hustle. I, I think that that stuff is amazing. And again, this is my, my final reason for this podcast anyway, is that the community around it, around his work has been phenomenal. And I believe that there's going to be an entire generation of people who've been influenced by Casey Neistat. And I do consider myself one of those people. So that is going to wrap it up for this episode. I don't want it to be like the Kiss Casey Neistat's ass episode. I guess that's kind of what it is. But I have been influenced by Beam and Casey and what he's been doing and Gary Vee and a whole bunch of other people. I could do definitely an episode on Gary Vee as well. And I hope that this makes it clear why I do. I am a fan of Casey Neistat and it's why I made a video about his Samsung Oscars commercial. And when I actually did get to meet him at the DGI event in New York City and vlog with him, this is the reason that I really appreciate the work that he's done. I'm not like a fanboy, and I know a lot of people don't necessarily like Casey Neistat for whatever reason, 
And because, you know, as a creator and a person in general, not everyone's gonna like you. Some people will like you, some people won't. I've experienced that as well in my time um, on YouTube and creating content. But I wanted to make this, I wanted to put it out there. I, I was gonna make a YouTube video about this too, but Anchor is just a lot faster to make this. I'm making it while I'm rendering a bunch of stuff in the background. And I just wanted to put it out there for the people that were interested why Casey Neistat is influential for me. And I'd be interested to hear through call-ins or tweets or DMs or whatever if Casey has had a similar effect on you. I, I know different people see different things in the work he's done, but for me it's 100% been as someone who comes from traditional media, who's moved into new media, uh, someone who started a software company and uses social media to promote it and build a company around it, his attention to culture and understanding how to hack that culture, and then the community of just kind of positivity that surrounds at least I believe surrounds his work that those are things that I really want to be able to do with my company and with my time uh, on YouTube and making products and starting companies this is a really fun thing for me to be able to do and I'm, I'm really grateful that Casey has been kind of the pioneer of it and legitimizing advertising through YouTube and Gary Vee and all these people who have made this stuff possible by trailblazing they make it much easier for someone like me um, to follow in their footsteps. So that's going to be it for this episode. Hope you guys are enjoying this, and I will see you guys on the next one.